What up, yo? It's Mark Shanna with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, August 30th. You can follow the show at Fantasy Knockout on all social media platforms. Make sure to subscribe whatever platform you're watching or listening on. So I think the Apple Podcast, you can click the uh, plus in the upper uh, right corner. Spotify, you can follow under the podcast artwork. You can also click that notification, the bell for the notifications. YouTube, click the subscribe under the channel name. That's right, the show is on YouTube. So if you're curious and you want to watch the show now, head on over there to watch. Um, My goal this year, can we do it? Can we get 100 subscribers for YouTube? Please share. Let's make this happen. would really help me out. Today's show is my guys. I couldn't do that. Could you do that? How can they do that? Who are those guys? These are my guys, and they are solid. So first, we got a couple announcements, so just heads up, I will not be doing a show this Friday. We're going to prep and get everything ready for the start of the season. Uh, Hashtag dominate your league, because the show is going to be going to three shows a week. So Tuesdays, we're going to do waivers. Fridays, we're going to talk start, sit, and then Saturdays Saturdays will be the in and out, who's healthy, who's not. If you need a cheat sheet for this draft season, head on over to the website. Uh, You got the knockout cheat sheets there are available. Go ahead and download them for free. Let's talk some news. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the news. News with views. All right, guys, so just to let you know, Tuesday, August 30th um, at 4 p.m. Eastern, the NFL teams have to make their final roster cuts. So pay attention to news. We'll go over this again in the next show. Um, but look out to see if certain guys that are on your team at the end of their benches that we were you know, shooting for upside get cut. Um, don't want to be holding on to those guys. Make sure you move on. Pick up some handcuffs if you need them. All right, running back Brian Robinson out of the Washington Commanders. Uh, he is... This is sad news. He's been shot multiple times in a robbery attempt. Uh, The report's saying it's not life-threatening, which is good. Um, They say he was struck in the lower body by two bullets, I believe in his legs. Um, So not sure how long he's going to be sidelined. We kind of have to wait and hear from there. Uh, Quarterback Sam Darnold of the Carolina Panthers, he's expected to be out four to six weeks after suffering a high ankle sprain in Friday's preseason game against the Bills. Now, you know, it's Baker Mayfield's job for sure. So, Baker, he's going to start week one. Uh, Quarterback Geno Smith of the Seattle Seahawks has officially been named the Seahawks week one starter. Okay. Yay. (laughs) Running back Najee Harris of the Steelers. uh, He told reporters that he has um, or that he had a sprained Liz Frank in training camp. Um, So, that's just something to monitor We'll see if he comes out with a heavy workload to start the season. Kind of why I've been hesitant and off of Najee Harris this year. Uh, wide receiver Debo Samuel of the Niners is sitting out practice with a knee contusion, uh, but the reports say he'll be fine for week one. Just note again. Then running back Damian Pierce of the Houston Texans. Uh, his head coach, Levy Smith, did not commit to Pierce as a team's week one starter, so at least for now. Um, Running back Trey Sermon of the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, NBC's Peter King believes Sermon will be the Niners' number two running back to start the season. So if you have a spot on your bench, you can stash him if you need a running back because Eli Mitchell isn't the healthiest guy to last all season. 
Alright, the main event, my guy. So, what is a my guy, if you're asking? It's more than just someone you think is going to be good for fantasy. We're talking about the players you can't stop drafting. Players who could crush their draft capital and send you on your way to become a knockout champion. These players often come with risk, but you believe it's the players you're tying your fantasy fortunes nay reputation to and the ones you'll have to hang on your hat on so these are the guys i'm going after in my drafts so to start it off is quarterback jalen hurts of the philadelphia eagles so on his yahoo his adp is in the fourth round at 407 uh he's quarterback six in the rankings my rankings is quarterback six hurts finishes the quarterback six in 2021 last year with only 16 passing touchdowns and now A.J. Brown is in town. Hertz has more rushing attempts per game than Lamar Jackson. And Hertz' ADP is sitting behind Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Herbert. Uh, let's compare Hertz to fantasy darling Patrick Mahomes. So since Hertz became a starter, he has the same fantasy points per game at 21.3. Uh, top 12 fantasy finishes is 13. And weak scoring more than 25 fantasy points, 6. In that same span, Hertz has had fewer interceptions, 12 to 17, and games with less than 15 fantasy points, 3 to 5. To top it all off, Mahomes just lost Tyreek Hill, and Hertz has a new number one wide receiver, A.J. Brown, in town. With proven fantasy performances and an ADP three rounds later than Mahomes, Hertz is a league-winning steal in the sixth round. Quarterback Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens is my second quarterback, my guy. His ADP is uh, 407. Quarterback ranked as four. I got him ranked as my quarterback three. So Lamar Jackson had a season to forget last year as he dealt with a plethora of injuries and illnesses, and he regressed immensely as a passer. Despite all his shortcomings as a passer, Jackson still finished the season 7th in fantasy points per game at 21.3. Jackson may never recapture his 2019 MVP uh, season or form where he averaged north of 28 fantasy points per game. But at 22 points per game, average seems more like his norm, uh, which is based off the last two seasons. So in 2020, he led all quarterbacks in fantasy points per drop back. And that cements him as a clear-cut top-five quarterback this year. Let's talk some running backs. My first running back is Ramondre Stevenson of the New England Patriots. His ADP is at 802. He's running back 31. My rank is RB36. Uh, so, yeah, I have him ranked a little bit lower than the consensus, but that's okay. He's still going to be a stud. So, Stevenson experienced a very successful rookie season that should not be overlooked. After fully escaping Bill Belichick's doghouse in Week 9, uh, Stevenson earned top grades across the board. Stevenson also ranked 13th in rushing yards and in yards per route run at 1.41. So for fantasy, the rookie running back was the RB25 in total points scored. Eight spots behind his backfield teammate in Harris. Um, there's a high ceiling for Stevenson, especially if you ask former Patriots linebacker Rob Ninovich. The ESPN analyst went as far as saying that Stevenson, quote, will be one of the better, if not one of the top three running backs in the league based on what I saw with his strength, explosion, and catch and run ability. Stevenson, I think, will take over the role there in New England. He's also got the lead nod for the third down role, so I love Stevenson as a value in that eighth round, seventh round, where you can just snag him up. 
And my other running back is Kenneth Gainwell of the Philadelphia Eagles. His ADP is at 11.12, RB49. I got him ranked as RB44, so another late-round running back that I like to target and throw on my bench. So taking a flyer on Kenneth Gainwell is a bet on his pass-catching chops in the Eagles' offense. The Memphis product finished 6 in yards per route run, hauling in 38 of his 50 targets for 302 receiving yards. And in five games where he played at least 35% of the snaps, Gainwell averaged 17.5 fantasy points in PPR leagues and 4.2 catches per game on just 12.4 touches per contest. Among the Eagles' crowded backfield, Gainwell is playing on third downs as the primary pass catcher provided him weekly standalone value, but there's always a chance he eats more into the work on early downs and in the red zone entering year two. Um, the team leader in red zone touches from last season, Jordan Howard with 24, is no longer on the team. Gainwell scored five touchdowns inside the 20 last season, and I love his upside. Let's talk some wideouts. I got three wideouts that I'm targeting. So my guy, my first one is wide receiver, Cortland Sutton of the Denver Broncos. His ADP is at 607, wide receiver 18. I got him ranked at my 13th receiver. Cortland Sutton has everything you want as a top receiver. He broke out his sophomore season going for 1,100 yards and six touchdowns. Um, that was in 2019. Sutton is only 26 years old and just signed a contract extension in 2021. Um, at 6'4", 215, he's a dominant downfield threat, and he was second among wide receivers in average depth of target. The issue with Sutton is been his quarterback play. But guess what? Mr. Unlimited Russell Wilson is now in Denver, and the juice is just different. Russ always has at least one top 15 wideout and has the most end zone passing attempts in the NFL since 2018. Uh, we haven't seen Jerry Judy show that he can be a top receiver, and Sutton's deep ball skill set matches nicely with Wilson's love for the moon ball. He's a good wide receiver who finally has a good quarterback, so don't overthink that and go with Sutton in that fourth round. My next guy is wide receiver Mike Williams of the Los Angeles Chargers. So his ADP is at 505. Uh, his wide receiver 16th is his ranking. I got him ranked as my number 10. So Mike Williams got off to an incredible start uh, in 2021. He was the overall wide receiver one through week five, and he finished as a wide receiver 10 despite some nagging injuries. Uh, he's being drafted as a wide receiver 19, despite signing a three-year $60 million extension as the explosive option in a Justin Herbert-led offense. Our reports out of camp are encouraging, with Williams adding intermediate route running to his deep ball threat. Uh, Herbert should throw for 40 touchdowns, and Williams is the perfect type of player to inject weak-winning vo uh, volatility into your lineup. Williams only secured four of 14 end zone targets, so he could be in line for some Serious positive touchdown regression. He's a huge value for where he's being drafted, and his 2022 could be even better. And my last wide receiver is Michael Pittman Jr. of the Indianapolis Colts. His ADP is at 312, wide receiver 9. I got him as my wide receiver 9. So in 2021, Pittman became one of only seven second-year wide receivers since 2010 to post an 85 reception, 1,000-yard, six-touchdown season putting him alongside names like A.J. Green, Odell Beckham, and Josh Gordon. Pittman saw 129 targets last season and is the clear number one receiver in Indianapolis. He is getting a quarterback upgrade. 
Um, only 99 of Pittman's 129 targets were deemed catchable from Carson Wentz last year, which ranked 44th in the league among receivers. Matt Ryan has a long history of supporting wide receiver ones and should still have enough left in the tank to help Pittman finish as an elite wide receiver this year. And my last my guy is tight end Kyle Pitts of the Atlanta Falcons. His ADP is at 402. He's tight end three. My ranking is tight end three. So if Kyle Pitts' ADP is lower than it was last year, he's going to be a screaming value. And at just 21 years old, Pitts finished third among tight ends in receiving with 1,018 yards through 17 weeks of the season. The rookie fell short of lofty preseason expectations as he just scored one touchdown. And any other pass catcher that compiled at least 1,000 receiving yards caught at least four touchdowns. With positive regression for a year two in his favor, draft the uber-talented Pitts aggressively everywhere this year. And then I got some honorable mention guys that just quite didn't make the list, but I wanted to give you guys some nuggets of other players that I like that I am looking at trying to get. Quarterback Trey Lance of the San Francisco 49ers. I'm trying to snag him as my backup quarterback to see if he can become the the next Lamar Jackson. Uh, the uh, couple running backs I like in the earlier rounds, Javante Williams out of Denver. I'm trying to target him in the second, maybe third round. Uh, running back DeAndre Swift, I can if I can get him second round, that'd be preferable. But if he's there in the first, I'll take it. Wide receiver Drake London of the Falcons. I'm also trying to add him in the 7th, 8th round. Um, I think he'll explode, and he's going to be the clear rookie this year. Uh, wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster of the Chiefs. I like him out of Kansas City to, to emerge as the guy there. I'll take him in the 5th. And then wide receiver Gabriel Davis of the Buffalo Bills. I love his value. He's also available in the 5th. Um, well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show is going to be the week one waiver wire. Probably some guys who to stash on your benches. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. Whatever platform you are listening, please leave a rating and review. All right. Till next time. See ya.